Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. You're listening to Fred and Xander. This is Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN1000. Talking Bears football on ESPN 1000. What are you most excited about this coming season? I've got to say the defensive side. You know, and we're talking beyond Justin Fields because that's right. an obvious answer. Yeah, it's of real easy to say, oh, we can't course. wait for Justin Fields. It'll right. be awesome. Next right. caller. Oh, Justin Fields, I can't wait till he plays. He should be starting. Okay, next caller. <laughs> oh, Justin Fields, when's he going to get in? What is he going to get in second week, third week, fourth week? We'll take your calls. Ooh, well, it's... That's too easy. Yes. Okay. That's the low hanging fruit. But, I, but I think, yeah, I think uh, Robert Quinn is going to bounce back. Uh, Khalil, says, I like what he's. He says he needs to bounce back. At least we know that Robert Quinn knows he needs he, to he play better. He understands that. Yeah, that's Self a good awareness, thing. Self awareness, Fred. Yeah. It's a good thing. It's a really good thing to realize you sucked last year. <laughs> yeah. You know, I would love the guys just to say I was awful last year some people do i was some terrible. players do i need to step my game up because i was bad and i was i was robbing it's like i it's like i, I went to the i was stealing it's I like i stealing. went right it's like i went to the window and told them the give me all your money yes yes and they gave um, you nothing for it yeah and that's what happened last year with robert quinn they got nothing yeah i'm excited uh eddie's back yeah, uh, uh, Hicks, uh, the de- defense. I-, I think we're going to see a nice rebound for them. Well, here's the, here's one of the problems, and it's you lose Kyle Fuller, and there were times I was I would get on Kyle Fuller's tail because I don't think he tackled all that well. We both did. Yeah, but you have Jalen Johnson. He's your number one cornerback, and he's a second year guy. That's difficult. So now you're going to have to go with another guy. Desmond Trufant is a guy that they picked up, and he may be your other cornerback. And um, that's going to be difficult because in the NFL now, you've got to have corners and safeties that can cover for these fast wide receivers, and that's one of the problems. Now, granted, if you get to the quarterback quicker, that, you that, that uh, yeah. takes the pressure off. Right. Uh, it, it's basic football. You, you get a better rush. You don't. Your corners and safeties don't need to cover as long, and then you can, you know, get to the QB. And uh, so, but I think the rush is going to be better. Yeah, I, I'm thinking it will be, and uh, that's one of the things. It's so difficult, and I know a lot of people they love football, so they'll talk football all day. But there's so much just up in the air. It's like, okay, well, let's see how this defense works under a new defensive coordinator. Let's see how Eddie Goldman is after being off for an entire year. Is this the same Eddie Goldman we knew before? Um, I know it's a year and a half later. Uh, will he be able to do what he's done before? Is he going to be able to have that push on the line along with Akeem Hicks to allow Khalil Mack to get up you know, and Robert Quinn to get to the quarterbacks? Um, those are the questions, but it's hard to talk about them and we're bringing them up, and we're asking for people to you know to call with what excites them. But it's hard to discuss it until we actually see them do it. It's all like in our heads. It's like, okay, well, if I close my eyes, I see Robert Quinn making five tackles and getting into quarterback. Well, is he going to be able to do that? That's the biggest question, I think. Well, and we thought we, he was going to do it last year. Yeah. Didn't really turn out that way. No, did not. And I know that this, the analytics say that Khalil Mack had a good year last year. But if you watch the games... I, it's hard to say that Khalil Mack played well last year because he didn't get to the quarterback. And there was well, a, it wasn't well, super flashy. He was double and triple teamed. That's what 
good line rush guys get. They get double and triple team. You which know what they makes do? It, which makes it even more unbelievable that Quinn didn't have a better year. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, so uh, you see what happened um, when, you know, uh, when certain – usually if Khalil Mack's going to be double covered – like you said, uh, double teamed. Then all of a sudden, Robert Quinn should have a better season. Yep, and he didn't. He was not able to get to it. Now maybe it's because you know you didn't have a Keem Hicks all the time. Um, the the linebackers, I think the Bears are in pretty good shape. And also, Christian Jones is a guy that they used to have. He went to Detroit. Now he's back, and they're raving about the way he plays. I always thought he was good when he was here before, and he went to Detroit. Now they've been able to pick him back up. He's a great guy to come in as a as a fill in at the linebacker position. So, what excites you coming up to the season? Again, Justin Fields is a given. We all know that. We can't wait for Justin Fields to take over. But do you think this Bears team is going to be able to make it and play, and maybe even make the playoffs again with Andy Dalton at quarterback? Uh, Andy Dalton has gotten teams to the playoffs. He just doesn't win when they get <laughs> He them. doesn't close the yeah, deal. Yeah, doesn't close the deal. 312-332-3776. Talk a little bit of a Bears football. We'll get into some Olympic talk. We're here till 1230 as the uh, White Sox wrap up their series with the Indians. Let's go on out to St. Charles and Joe. Joe, what's happening today? You're on with Fred up, and Xander. Joe? Hi, guys. You know, I don't remember which way this went, but when the Bears first got Robert Quinn, he said that he either loved playing with his hand in the dirt or he didn't. And whichever way the Bears used him last year was the wrong way, which is one of the reasons I really hated that defensive coach. I think he was a dummy. And so I think if they use him the way he wants to play, he'll, in past history with other teams, says it too. He'll be pretty good. Well, you would hope. I mean, for the amount of money they're paying him, he should he should play a lot better. They they brought him in to be the guy that picks up when Khalil Mack is handling the double teams, and it, we I think we saw it in the very first game. I think he got to the quarterback, and that he didn't after that. <laughs> right. So, yeah, uh, Joe, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think we, when you get a guy like that. It was a big thing. I mean, they spent money on him. It was a big signing. We were all excited. And then we never saw him. We never saw him out there. We never saw him doing anything. And it was difficult. We did have some injuries. We don't know to what degree what was nagging him. Right? Yeah. Well, you know, if you're playing football, you're always injured. To a certain degree. I would agree with that. You're going to be hurt from the day you start playing, (laughs) uh, once the season starts. So, you know, sometimes if if they're serious, then you don't play. If they're not, you got to fight through them. I mean, that's what the NFL is all about, is playing with nicks and scrapes and, you know, not 100% um, healthy. So we'll see how that goes as the season goes on. 312-332-3776. how do you pronounce it? The, the, the Desai? Def- Desai? Sean Desai. Sean yeah. Desai. He's the guy that is the, uh, the defensive coordinator this year, okay? And he replaces Chuck Pagano. Pagano's gone. Uh, we're still talking about what, what Vic Fangio brought to this team. And again, um, people have said that Sean Desai has a lot of Vic Fangio in him. And that would be great if the defense gets back to the Vic Fangio era. That would well, be wonderful. Right. If he, if he locks him in, I would like to see a uh, coordinator stay for a while, too. Yeah, well, yeah, we've had some turnover. Yeah, Fangio was here for a while, and you know, he—I—I I don't blame him for leaving, and he's done nothing really good 
um, in Denver. None of that has worked very well. 312-332-3776. We go to Homewood and Jay. Jay, what's happening today? Hey there. Ain't that much. Uh, I like uh, us talking about the Bears, you know, the Cubs, this kind of history. So let's, let's be clear. Seven out of the top offensive teams last year made the playoffs. So I know we love the defense. But you all know the league has changed, kind of like the NBA. You can't really touch uh, the offensive players. Right. So the deep really struggles. So if you're not putting points on the board, you're going to struggle. So our defense is going to be, I think, average uh, at worst and a little bit above uh, average at best. But you got to put points on the board. And I think Allen Robinson's going to have a good year, but I need good ones. Well, whoever's going to play alongside of him, they've got to do their job. So Allen Iverson can, Allen Iverson, I'm sorry, Allen Robertson can indeed be uh, a top 10 receiver. We all know he is. I'll hang up and listen to your response. Thanks, guys. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah, and, and I, I agree. I mean, you need you need Darnell Mooney. You need good Marquise Goodwin to step up. You need other guys to take some of the pressure off. But Allen Robinson, the one thing I want Allen Robinson to do, if they said, what is the one thing you need to see from Allen Robinson this year? I want to see him win more 50-50 balls. Because every time he would go up for a ball, it seems like the defensive guy would get it. It was more 60-40. Oh, my God. It was more like 90-10 for some weird reason. And, again, hopefully he won't get as many jump balls as he got with Mitchell Trubisky, okay, at quarterback. Uh, Hopefully they hit him in stride a little bit more. That's what you'd like to see. But if their play's called and he gets in 50-50, get up and grab the damn ball. I you know? agree. I agree with Jay. You got to put more points on the board. I'm excited for defense because I think it'll be better than last year. That's all I'm looking for. Well, think a little of, uh, a little improvement. Think about That's when they I mean. were when they were 12 and four. Okay, think about the first year of Matt Nagy. Why were they so good? Because they got the ball. They took the ball away. They turned the ball over, and that's why Eddie Jackson is a guy. I don't want to hear from Eddie Jackson until he makes an interception or a forced fumble. Eddie, sit in the corner. I don't want to hear from you until you do something on the field. I want to see you step up and make some plays because, darn it, we need you as a hard-hitting safety to make some plays, force a fumble, get an interception, do some of those things, and get the ball for the Bears. Um, I don't like the way he tackles. Again, this is one guy's opinion. Um, I don't like the way he tackles. He never uses his arms enough. Uh, he just thinks he can hit people. you got to get out there and play. They took a chance on you. They drafted you. You played well. Now, the last year or so, I haven't seen that from Eddie Jackson. Return to form. Yeah. Get back to the way you were playing. Now, the whole team needs to do that. Get back to the way they were playing. And, again, it's not going to be easy because at the cornerback position, Jalen Johnson played well. Second-year guy. They liked uh, Kendall Vildor, who came in and played that position when Johnson was out for a little while. He's a guy that may get a lot of run at the cornerback position. So if you go into camp, how have the uh, corners, the safeties, how have they looked? And how was going to camp? It's a little bit different than it used to be. Bourbonnet was nice, open. You just head on down there. Now it's a little more organized, Contained. I guess. Yeah. yeah, a little more sanitized, okay? You yeah. sit in the Isn't stands. everything? Here's where you sit. Here's where we need you. You can't stray. You can't do this thing. So if you've gone out to Bears camp up in Lake Forest, if you had the opportunity to get up there, let me know what it was like. What excites you about this team? What concerns you the most? Is it the defense? Is it the quarterback position? Is it the D-line? Or 
is it, as always the offense for the Chicago Bears. And 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 don't say the quarterback because no, again no, no, too no. easy. Yeah, quarterback's too easy. Tell me, is it the O line? Is it the running back? I think David Montgomery is going to have a great year. I was reading earlier this week they talked about twenty carries a game for him. If you give David Montgomery twenty carries a game, he's going to get thirteen hundred yards. Oh, and that may be it. a little low, even. I agree. Yeah. Hand him the ball. Give him a shot. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Football's right around the corner. It's August first. We got preseason games coming up. We're talking Bears right here on ESPN One Thousand. This is Fred and Xander on ESPN One Thousand, also available on demand on the all new ESPN Chicago app. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN One Thousand. Okay, a lot of people listen to the radio and they hear me and they've been listening for years. I'm an idiot because I keep talking. I keep talking about the Bears in the preseason getting underway soon and all this stuff. And I I kept forgetting when this preseason game start. So during the commercial break. We looked. Uh, yeah, I went. And, you know, it's nice because remember preseason games used to be, oh, it was a Thursday night here and a Saturday afternoon and there may be a Sunday night and things like that. Well, I went and looked at the preseason games. And... It's a rarity. They play two Saturday afternoon games, both at Soldier Field. Um, August 14th, two weeks from yesterday, the Bears play the Miami Dolphins. Then on the 21st, Mitchell Trubisky comes to town. You'll probably see a lot of Mitch because I don't think Josh Allen's going to play a lot of quarterback for um, is he, yeah, Buffalo. But is he third? No, Mitch is second. Second? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, we will. And then week three, uh, August 28th, it's a Saturday night. Um Six o'clock, the um, Bears are down in Tennessee to play the Titans. Okay? So three preseason games. So we're two weeks away from the first preseason game. And it's funny because you can't wait for preseason football. And then before the end of the first quarter of the preseason, you say, okay, I can't watch any more of this. This is awful. <laughs> and I watch it because I want to see how some of the other guys do and stuff like that. But the guys you're going to see during the year, you don't see. But you, I want to see Kendall Vildor at the cornerback position. I want to see some of the other guys. See, that's the thing about preseason. Yeah, you know, it's it's a necessary thing. you got to get these guys right. some reps. It's not the most entertaining thing. And you've got fans that are yeah. like, I want it, I want it. Yeah. You're not... You're not going to see what you're seeing during the season. No. The question is, though, do you need it? It's a televised Because college football college football doesn't have preseason. Yeah, I but know. college football has a spring game. Yeah. And, and those are huge. Those are televised one, and everything. Right? It's one. They play yeah. one spring game. One spring game. And it's an inter-squad against themselves. Right. Right? As much like as I would like to get, or, yeah. As much as I would like to get to the regular season ASAP, you cannot do without preseason. Boy, I, I I think some players in the NFL might disagree with you. No, I, I'm sure. Yeah, because sure. and then a lot of people will tell you how many times you keep track every year. You can keep track of how many regulars get hurt in a meaningless preseason game. Now well, you can't. It's football. So I'm I'm one of those guys. You, you can't, can't hold the guy out. You yeah. can't hold. It's football. You want to get the guy right, in. So you do wanna, we go down to one preseason game? I thought they were going to go down to two. I think eventually they will. Because right now it's weird because the Bears have three, two of them at home. Yeah, I don't think we should do three. I think two no. might be a, Yeah, a I thought they were going to go to two. And One eventually, might be pointless. People forget they have, was it, 17 games this year? Yeah. 17 games, yep. three yeah. preseason. Yeah, it's crazy. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to uh, Joliet and Steve. Hey, Steve, what's going on? You're on with Fred and Xander. Hey, Steve. Hey, hey Fred. Um, 
Yeah, the uh, training camp is really cool. I thought I wouldn't like it as much as Bourbon A, but it's really cool. Uh, the only thing is it's a long walk from, like, the beer concession stands and the food all the way to the practice field. But on the way to the practice fields, everybody should stop by and see the Walker Payton Center, you know, where they do the indoor practicing. It's really cool. they got a great mural of all of Walter's accomplishments every season for the whole, uh, you know, entirety of his career. And then the last picture is of him, you know, going into the Hall of Fame. That's so awesome. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. You'd love that. When, when you go up there, do you do you have to park in a certain spot and then take a, yeah, a shuttle over? To, that was, yeah, you had to park in the southeast corner of Hawthorne Mall. And being from Joliet, I had no idea where I was exactly going, but they had signs. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was a long haul. Um, the ironic thing is when I thought I wasn't going to win these tickets, I signed up for tickets for uh, Indianapolis Colts in Westfield, Indiana for July 30th. But uh, I, of course, didn't go there because I'd rather see the Bears when I won these. So it was a lot of fun. Sure. That's cool. That's, yeah. I'm, I'm glad you went. Glad you had a good time, Steve. Is there anything and you I, saw? And there, I just want to let you know, August 10th, I am going to go down and see the Colts, and I'll let you know how the Colts look. Okay. Yeah, see, so <laughs> who's their quarterback going to be? That's a big question I for don't right know. now. Yeah, that's a big question. I don't know. Carson Wentz, they said, got hurt. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. That's, they they kept talking about uh, ligaments and bones, and that's never a good thing for your quarterback. <laughs> no, no, yeah. No. yeah, the scariest thing to me is there were no tackles playing uh, Friday because that uh, great guy out of Oklahoma State was injured and the other guy, Effetti, was injured. So I'm really scared for uh, Justin Fields. I don't think we're going to have a tackle protecting him. Well, I kind of hope we sit him out this season. Yeah, Tevin Jenkins, and we appreciate the call, Steve. And I'm glad you had a good time there. Um, Tevin Jenkins, the guy they drafted uh, to be, you know, the, their rookie left tackle, he did not practice. Um, they didn't get a timetable for his training camp uh, debut at all. His, you know, he's got preseason games coming up. He's going to have to get on out there, and he's going from right tackle to left tackle. Probably the toughest position on the uh, offensive line for a guy, the guy that's going to protect your quarterback. And, um, you know, it'd be nice to see him get out there and get some reps in. Good thing so. Justin can run. Yeah, when he eventually gets out there. But, like, you know, as, as Steve, our caller, said, too, and we're going to see Andy Dalton. We yeah. know we yeah. know we're going to see Andy Dalton. So uh, and not only can Justin run, but apparently I talked earlier about the Bears having three receivers that run sub-440s, um, 4440s. Um, at his pro day, Justin Fields ran a 4.44. So, yeah, he can move. He can scoot, and that's a good thing, uh, especially if your offensive line is going to struggle once you get right. in. Yeah. three one two three three two three seven seven six. 332 I used to love guys. I'm old enough that I went to uh, Platteville when the Bears used to practice up sure. there. And I'd go and uh, I'd work at, was working at the other radio station, and they would send me up there for a couple days. You'd mm-hmm. stay in the dorms, you'd do whatever, stay in a hotel, whatever. I can't remember where it was. microphones and your recorders. Yeah. And yeah, you had all that stuff, and they used to have a thing called a voice coupler where you would unscrew the phone, and you would screw this sure, thing in. Sure, yeah, I remember And then those. you'd plug it in, yeah. and then you could do a wrap right off of it, and you'd do all that stuff, and you'd record all this stuff. And um, one of my, one of the, I don't remember the bars as much as everybody else does that went up to Platteville. But one time I was there. You were focused on work. No, not really. Uh, But what I did was I knew that there was a dog track and casino in Dubuque, Iowa. It sounds like it's a far. I've actually been there. Okay. It (laughs) sounds like it's far. But from Platteville to Dubuque, you're going down one street. For yeah. 20 minutes. Right. So and I you went cross down. Yeah. Uh, over Illinois into uh-huh. Iowa. Yeah. So I went down there, went to Dubuque. I made a couple of bets on a dog race. I put uh, $20 in quarters in a slot machine, 
won $300, lost the dog race, got back in my car and went back to the dorms. And people said, what are you doing? We thought you were going. I said, I did. I won $300. Drinks are on me. Let's, you know, let's just enjoy. And it was because if I stayed there, I would have lost all the money. So you always have to know when to go. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have your out. Uh huh. Yeah. Know when to leave. So the Bears, it's funny, four pages in the Sun-Times of Bears coverage. There's only four pages of sports coverage in the Tribune right now. So it's, it's a, I, I canceled my, my Tribune subscription the other day. Right. I'm paid up. You win how many more? I'm paid up through August 7th. Now, once the football season starts, the season starts, I will buy the paper because I want to read Dan Weeder or Brad Biggs. I want to read all their stuff right. on the Bears. But I don't need it every day right now. It's uh, there's nothing in there for me to read. I I love Paul Sullivan, writer, baseball writer. He's also writing a media column. And he's, well, he's writing two like, other columns. Yeah. yeah, he's doing like four things. Um, but the Sun Times is great because we get our guys Mark Potash, we get Patrick Finley, um, Jason Leisure, all these guys following the Bears. So there's four pages of Bears stuff today. So if you want to know what's going on in Bears camp, if you can't make it up there, you just Get the Sun Times. So the Sun Times, and I've been reading the Sun Times since I was a sophomore in high school, and it's just always. And people say, "Oh, that doesn't have it." No, it's great, and it's laid out perfect. I printed up the whole Bears page today for you and me. Mm-hmm. Look, we get to see a guy actually rushing the quarterback, uh, Bilal Nichols. So I'm 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 happy that he's back. I'm happy that um, you know hopefully Akeem Hicks will be healthy. Eddie Goldman's going to be there, and um, they'll just need some help because the cornerback position is going to be difficult for them this year. So, yeah, it's uh, that is the part that is uh, a little scary for me on defense. But hopefully, uh, again, we can get that pressure. Yeah. You know, that uh, might uh, take the pressure off. Yeah, just a little bit. Take some of the pressure off off of, uh, you know, some of your corners. I I like the way Jalen Johnson played. He still got beat sometimes. You got to remember, there's some good wide receivers in the Bears division. Devontae Adams and Jefferson from Minnesota. If, they, if there's one guy you could have, I would love to have him. He'd be a guy I'd love to have on the Bears team because he not only can he run, they, they showed him in practice. He just, There was a cornerback on his own team trying to cover him. He had him, like, spinning around. He made one move. He had a deke, and the guy was like, just, what's going on? Where the hell are you? I don't want the Bears to look that way when they play the Vikings this year. So... And when they play the Packers, now that Aaron Rodgers is playing for the yeah, Packers, yeah, knew year, that was happening. Yeah, we pretty much knew that yeah. was happening. That made my buddy Jerry Klein. I mentioned him earlier. Uh, he and his son Ryan, they're big Packer fans. And by the way, I want to send a shout out to Jerry. The other day, I've been dealing for the last two weeks with uh, AFib, irregular heartbeat. It's uh, it's not no big deal. It'll zap. Yeah, me up. Well, you, you went to the doc. Me, you went to the yeah. doc. They, yeah. they weren't concerned. I got an EKG coming up, and they'll zap me. I think and. Put it back in proper rhythm and boom, boom, boom. Everything will be fine. Jerry the other day went in for an angiogram, and he found out he had a blockage and had open heart surgery the other day. So shout out to my buddy Jerry Klein. He's uh, he's doing fine, doing well. He's had some medical problems over the last couple of years. But, and uh, I'm sure the Packers stuff going on this year didn't help. Uh, probably didn't help, right. but now that now that Rodgers is there, you know, maybe uh, he can recover in time to go on up to uh, Lambeau for a game. I know he and his son like to go on up there to Lambeau and um, – it's fun if you've never they been have up a to, real stadium. If you've never been up to Lambeau Field, you want to go. I told you, it's I was great, there. Yeah, and, uh, during the summer, uh-huh. it was impressive. Yeah, just to walk through there and see what a shrine it was. Yeah. to the Green Bay Packers. Right, and as our caller Steve said, if you get a chance to go to a Bears training camp, 
the facility they built up there is so nice. That's why they decided to leave Bourbon A. They said, listen, our, we got a great facility here. Why are we going to Bourbon A for well, our it makes training a, Look, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. A lot of teams are doing that. But it sounds like it's tr- you're almost trying to get to Ravinia for a concert. Right? <laughs> I've never been to Ravinia. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? You have yeah. to go into a parking lot, and uh, there are parking lots along the route, and you have to catch the little shuttle. Yeah. So, you know, there's walking and, and all of that and time involved. Uh-huh. So, you know, it's, it's a cool setup. But, you know, again, you have to catch the shuttle. They're all crowded. So it sounds like it's a similar yeah. experience. Bears, uh, Bears broadcaster Tom Thayer, I ran into him about two months ago. And he knocked you down, I'll bet. No, no. Well, I didn't run into him that way because he would have knocked me down. He's a big uh, big man. But he's yeah. a very nice guy, great guy. I actually went down and had... Um, had lunch with my old partner Murph. Uh, we had lunch at um, his his uh, re- they had a little restaurant in downtown Joliet. Yes, they do. And I stopped there for for lunch. Had uh, Bear fan Bob was with us. The three oh, of us okay. had lunch. It was fun. And uh, I was talking to Thayer, and Thayer had hip surgery, hip replacement surgery. Yep. And he had to have it before training camp started because, as our caller Steve mentioned, it's a long walk. From one side to where the, they practice. And he said, if I'm going to be making that walk, I need to get this hip taken care of. Yeah. So when we saw him in Mongo Palooza, he had his cane. He had yeah. just had his uh, hip replacement a week before that, now in great shape because we found out this week that the Bears, Joniak and uh, Thayer, are going to be able to travel and go to the road games this year, which is great. They only did one last year. I think it was Detroit because they, were, they drove there. Yeah. It was the only one. So because of uh, COVID and everything else, they'll be able to go on the road. So that would be nice to see for those who sync up their uh, well, as it sync stands, up their Amazon. As it stands right now, because yeah, things I are know. changing, yeah. we got a memo here that after we were able to lose our masks, right. that we need to wear them in the building. Right. And and so things are changing, and hopefully they will not yeah. get to what we saw last year. No, hopefully not. 312-332-3776. You want to talk more about the Bears? We're here for you. We come back, some Olympic talk. Um if you could participate, if you were good enough, if if you could be good enough in any one Olympic sport that's being played right now, any of them, gymnastics, swimming, the 100 meters, whatever, if you could be shot put, if you could be good in any one, which would that be? Which would be the one sport where you're watching, if in fact you're watching the Olympics or you see something, you say, man, it would be great if I could do that, if I could be good at that. Which is the one? 312-332-3776. We'll get yours. We'll get Tyler's. We'll get mine. And we'll get yours. 312-332-3776. Also, are you watching the Olympics? Are you watching more, less? We'll talk about that. We come back. The Olympics going on. The Bears right around the corner. They get the day off today. They're back in pads on Tuesday. We're talking about it here on ESPN 1000. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN 1000. Now, back to more Fred and Xander on the all-new ESPN Chicago app. So, I'm not a big fan of the Olympics, but I've been watching more than I thought I would be watching. 
Right, and, and you're not forced to, but I'm it, not is, it, it is at home at all. It is a condition of uh, engagement with your yes. girlfriend, where yes. you you come by her house yeah. and it's on TV, and you ain't switching it. No, don't get don't get too far ahead of me when you mention engagement. I get a little sweaty there. Um, <laughs> I, I so, guess I did use that word. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, every time I go to my girlfriend Linda's house, Do you need a towel for your forehead, yeah. there, pal. She's got the Olympics on. And I walked in the other day, there was swimming on. I walked in uh, one day, there was the uh, gymnastics was on and stuff like that. And she goes, I really like the Olympics. I said, really? <laughs> you, you like? And I talked to my brother the other day. He goes, I, I go, what's going on? He goes, well, I don't know. He goes, I got some stuff to do, but I want to make sure I see the women's gymnastics. And I said, really? What is happening to I everybody? I don't know. But once a year... Or hey, once every you four know years. What? Look, this pandemic you know. has messed around with a lot of yeah. our brains. All of a sudden, we just can't get enough. Yeah, uh, enough of sports. Right now, we've got it on. Uh, beach volleyball is on, and we're watching that. That's you know understandable why guys might watch that. But there's nobody in the stands because of you know COVID and everything else going right. on. But does that bother anybody? I think we we went through last year. It doesn't really bother people so much. If you don't, if you're watching on TV, you don't need people in the stands. No, you so you don't. And I you know, I, and it's funny because you were at the game last night, the Sox game along with Tyler Rocky, our producer, and it's it's got to be nice to be back at full stadiums because it was, what, 36,000, 37,000 last yes, night or whatever? It was it was a nice... Yeah, well, let me see what with they got With the here. most impossible, guess the attendance of all time. I saw you tweeted it. It was unbelievable. Oh, my God. Okay, so usually <laughs> when they have the guess the attendance game, right, they give yeah. you four options. Right. They're usually spread out by a couple thousand, right? Sure. Right? That, that makes sense. That makes it... You can look at the stands and maybe get a gauge of how many people yeah, are somebody there. Somebody was messing nah. with us. You want to see the uh, the the guesses that they gave, the, yeah. the options that yeah. they gave? All Let's right. Hear them. Here's A. 35,866. Okay. Right? Healthy number there. Not bad. B. 35,868. Two <laughs> off from A. <laughs> C. 35,558. Okay. So that is what? About 300, 300 yeah. off. And then D, 35,668. So 100 higher than C. So everything was spread out by a total of 302. That was your range to guess. Did you guess it right? No, I did not. Oh, okay. It was A. It was A. Yeah. yeah. 35,866. Uh, 35, yep. So for a Saturday night game against the Indians. So not bad. But the you guys, it, it had to be nice until you tried to get out. Yeah, took you a while, I'm sure. Did you drive or take the L? I drove. Did you? I, I didn't get there till the fourth inning. It was yeah. impossible. Yeah, it was impossible getting around there. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was tough. We got there right in time, but we didn't leave a lot of extra time. No, and, it's, and but it still was easier to get into my parking spot than it was up in Milwaukee. That's all I'm saying. There's well, there's a lot of parking spots you can get yes. into, and there the, are a lot of people helping you. Right. Right. That's that's the point of contention. And they come in with a bunch of different ways. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, getting uh, getting back, I actually hung with my son in Logan Square. So getting back, uh, you know what I said? I'm not screwing with any of this. I went right to Ashland and shot all the way up. Yeah. At least things moved. No, that's not bad. Yeah, it's it's difficult at times. But, you know, that's why people ask me. They said, um, you go to a lot of baseball games? I go, uh, no. I kind of like turning it on in 708. And, you have uh, more, more control over your environment. Right. And then when the game's over, you go to sleep or do whatever else you want to do. You don't have to drive to your bedroom. No, not at all. Um, So the question I got with the Olympics going on, and we're going to get, what is the one Olympic sport that if you could be good at, if you could be great 
at an Olympic sport, which would it be? Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Forty six choices for the Olympic sport. By my estimation, now a lot of them are you know the eight hundred meter, the one hundred meter, the two hundred meter, you know stuff like that. But you know which which one Olympic sport could you be great at? And you know someone might say beach volleyball. Maybe that's a sport that you want to be great at. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Also, we have a poll up. Uh, it's been up for a couple hours already on Twitter at. ESPN 1000. How much of the Olympics are you watching? As much as I can, more than I thought, very little, or none. Now, my response would have been none. But yours more than you thought. Is more than I thought. I'm watching more. Now, I've not turned it on at my house at all. It has not been on at any of my TVs, and I've got several. However, if you invited Linda over, there'd be a, you'd have to turn it on. On one of the downstairs TVs, yeah. yeah. I may have to have tell her to go downstairs and watch TV because I'm watching the White Sox up here or something. But I'm, she likes... I'm little, very little. Yeah, I've, I've watched very little. Very little. How about you, Tyler? Uh, I have not turned it on, but I have watched. Okay. That's, well, in I guess, here, I guess I have turned it on in here, but there is also nothing on right this hour. Right. There's no soccer yet. Soccer right. comes back in a week or two, mm-hmm. and then we'll get English Premier League soccer and things like that. And ESPN picked up La Liga. And uh, so there'll be other more soccer to watch and gambling to be done uh, on things. But which one sport, if you could be great at one Olympic sport, which would it be? Three one two three three two three seven seven six. I never liked running ever. <laughs> I've told people if you see me running, there's a there's an issue. Call there's the police. Yeah. Someone's chasing me. And I've decided I hate running so much. If someone's chasing me, I'd have a better chance in hand-to-hand combat than I would running away from them. (laughs) It's like when you see people run away from the police. There's no point. They're going to catch you. Just stop. Okay, don't run away. It makes no sense. But so if I if someone's chasing yes, that's me, that's a sensible answer. But do you think they're in their right mind at that moment? Probably not. But if someone's chasing me, same thing. If a dog's chasing you, the dog's going to catch you. Oh, uh, unless yeah, you can jump no, over a fence or into a yard or no something doubt like about that. that. Stop and take the bite on the ankle. The dog's going to catch mean, you. Yes. you You're know? making it worse. So if I could be in one sport, it might be the distance running. They do have the marathon here. They do yeah. have, because I remember seeing it in some places, at some Olympics, so you just they would got, run around wait, town. You, you just got done telling me how you don't like to run. I don't like to run, because I'm not good at it. I don't, I don't oh, okay, like so it. You would, if I could be great at one sport. You would be great at it, running and I, long yeah, distance. Yeah, probably long distance running. So you went really, like, weird. I know. You're, you're challenging I know. yourself. I know. I, well, I saw Discus the other day, and as I saw Discus at my girlfriend Linda's house, I looked at her and I said... Well, there's a lot of things you can do in the future after you're a discus thrower. And she looked at me. She goes, are you always like this? I said, kind of. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to, you know, uh, you go for a job interview. What's your previous experience? I have a gold medal in the discus. Okay. Well, how is that going to relate to this? What job, what job could you do after you're a discus thrower or a javelin thrower? Either one. That's true. What do you? And what's another thing they do where they hold the hold the like the ball on a chain and they swing it around and they let that thing go? Yeah. What are those? I, I mean, forgot the name of that. I, I, what? What? How, yeah, how do that? those translate into? Yeah. So like, she asked me. She said, "Well, how about the gymnast?" Gymnast. I said, "You you know what? You could be a stunt double. You could be you could be an actress in action movies. You could true do anything. You know, uh, you could be a tightrope walker in a circus. You know." 
or in the gymnastics, you can take the gymnastics show on the road. I think they usually do that, don't they? Don't they, they do. Have, where they have the gymnastics teams going to I, I think to they do. They places. definitely do it with the uh, uh, Winter Olympics, the ice skaters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Figure skating and figure all that skating, stuff. Yep, yep, but yep, I don't yep, know what you do if you're a big discus thrower. Um, how's that going to relate? What, what, what job is that going to... Uh, Help get you well. Yeah, a lot of these me, sir, uh, don't I mean, lead to the Sweden. The, Sweden, the top two guys, the uh, golden medal or the golden silver, the from Sweden. Yeah, hey there, they're big sweet. And I, I know that's Milwaukee or Wisconsin, but, <laughs> but yeah, nice try. Yeah, uh, so three one two three three two three seven seven six. If you could be great at one Olympic sport, what would it be? And let us know how much of the Olympics are you watching. It's only going out for another week. Jason Benetti's leaving the White Sox booth. He's going to be doing uh, baseball as the USA baseball team tries to uh, stick around, and uh, it's tough when Japan's out there and others. So let us know three one two three three two three seven seven six. We'll get to uh, your calls and uh, see what uh, sport Tyler Aki and uh, yeah. Mark Xander would like to uh, okay. be good at. Right. We come back after this on ESPN 1000. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. Now back to more Fred and Xander on ESPN 1000. I don't know why this reminded me, but hearing this song, it is, they just announced a concert for next July second, July second, twenty twenty two. Yeah, they're they're doing that. Santana and Earth, Wind and Fire. I'm going. I I love Earth, Wind and Fire and Santana. He can just play. Um, um, oh, what one of my favorite songs? Europa. The, yes. Yes. It's my fa- one of my favorite. Yeah, I, yeah. I can just play Europa. I, over I, and over I've and seen over again. I've seen Carlos and band. On a regular basis since the mid '80s. Yeah, I love them. And Earth, Wind, and Fire would be fun to see. Yep. I think it's at Tinley Park, so I may have to bite the bullet. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. If you could be great at one Olympic sport, what would it be? Summer Olympics. Sport. Summer Olympics. Well, summer. Uh, hey, you want to? I just oh, said, include. Winter? I just said Olympics. So okay. yeah. Right. So let's go to the phones. Uh, go on out to Terry and Joe. Hey Joe, what's up? Hey Joe, what's up? Hey Fred, what's up, guys? How are you? Doing well. Fred, you know how much I love baseball, but I gotta say it's gotta be hockey. Just based on the history of the eighty Olympic team, Eddie Olshek being a brother Rice alum, and my and myself being a light Rice, you know, a little bit of hockey player. Yeah, yep. hockey all day, hockey all day long. So that's the one. You you you'd give up everything else to be a great hockey player. You know, I mean, I'm like you. I'm like you with the running. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, if I could pick one, that would that would be it. Totally. Cool. Cool. I don't Sounds know how good, well Joe. Thanks a lot. That'll translate to skating, but you know, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. we're we're in the wishing mode right here. Yeah, exactly. That's what you're wishing, and I, you know, I would just, um, yeah. I guess I'd like to be able to run if I had to. After seeing Forrest Gump, just run, just run across the country. You know, running is just yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's not a, my thing either. No, it's not mine at all. So yeah. if I could be good at one thing, that might be it. Uh, let's go out to the roads and Charlie. Charlie, what's happening? Hey, Charlie. Hey, how you doing, guys? Doing well. Good. Yeah, I think I, I, uh, an Olympic sport. I'd like to play soccer and be good at that. Heck, then I'd probably be employed by one of the hundreds of soccer teams around the world, right? Sure, sure. There's no yeah. doubt. There's a bunch of them. And uh, yeah, sure. the, the, and the USA, um, the USA men's soccer team hasn't made the Olympics for the last couple of years. So right, yeah, right. right, right. Right. Yeah. And may I make an announcement that the USA women are playing 3 a.m. tomorrow morning uh, for a medal? 
basically. So, yeah, yeah. Who are they playing tomorrow? I'll I don't be up for that. I know they won. They won in, in penalty kicks the other day, which was yeah, it was yeah. a great game. I watched the whole thing. It was it was fun. You it said, really was. So you said it's at three in the morning. Three in the morning. Yes. Okay. Uh, channel forty four. Cool. Fred will be uh, covering that live. I I may be looking forward to that one. Uh, Appreciate the call, Charlie. Thanks Thanks a lot. Turn up. Take care. 312-332-3776. Let's get yours. What is the one Olympic sport that you would, if you You could be great. I'm I'm staying with summer. Uh, Hockey's too easy an answer for me. That would probably be it for winter. So for summer, surfing. Okay, I forgot surfing was into the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. I'm surfing. I look through the list. It's like you know, I've always wanted to surf. I love the ocean. Yeah. All right, surfing. I'd be a badass surfer. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't like the water. I know you any don't. more than I like running. <laughs> so yeah, there's a couple. This one's great from John. John says, I've been training all my life for the future Olympic event. Running to the washing machine with the sock that you dropped on the way the first time. <laughs> Yes. So he wants. He'd like to be good at that. It's really, always really the good sock. At that. It's always. It's the always sock. a sock. Always unbelievable. Um, John with no H said, "I'd probably go for shooting, air rifle, or skeet. Doesn't seem to require much athletic ability. I doubt those people are in the gym fourteen hours a day like runners and swimmers, and uh, having to watch their diet. So you could probably shoot at any time. It didn't matter." Right, you, know, you have yeah. to have good cardio because you have to breathe. You have to time your shooting for your for your breathing. There, there are some things in there, but yeah, they're not on the way. So, with a regular heartbeat, that probably wouldn't be no, good. No, you're, no, you're shooting everywhere. It's going all over the place. <laughs> Tyler, what's yours? Well, I would want to do the hundred meter. Yeah, because then you would be the fastest man in the world. That's true. Which would be a really cool moniker. But if you're getting adventurous, I would maybe do the pole vault. Okay. Okay. I, I like right. the, my, my uncle was a pole vaulter. I'm, I'm pretty sure he may have ended up on America's Funniest Home Videos be, as a result of that. But, <laughs> okay. Um, Did he no. get jabbed in the chest or something? Or? Uh, no, it's the the going over the bar part. Uh, okay. You can, I think he saw something similar with skateboarding last yes. week. Okay. Um, okay. With the incident oh, that may have occurred. Boy. But, okay. Um, no, I, I would like to do pole vaulting. Yeah. That would be a fun one. Huh. Um, yeah, let's get back to the phones real quick. 312-332-3776. Let's go to uh, Mark out in Wilmington. Mark, you're on with Fred and Xander. What's up? Uh, good show, guys. Good show. Um, Thank you. Well, I I was a idea man for the uh, Chicago Olympics, and I haven't watched much of the Olympics for because of uh, they were cheated. Uh, Chicago was cheated out of the Olympics, so I don't watch much of the Olympics now. But um, if I had to be, I'd be either a first baseman for the uh, for the US Olympic team or goalie for handball. I can't run so I'd be goalie for handball and That looks um, hard. Being a goalie for handball looks difficult. I I would try it. I would try it. Sure. I, would, I definitely would try it. Other than that, I can't run and everything soccer. No, no. I just uh, handball. Okay. I got maybe you. A first baseman. All right, thanks. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Mark. The reason is so- I mean, soccer the ball's big, okay? In handball it's small enough to fit in your hand, and they're throwing it past you. It's it, like it's smaller than a uh, a, a league ball. No, oh, is it really that small? Yeah, it's smaller than a uh, baseball. It, yes, it didn't look that small. I think it is, isn't it? Handball? Yeah, 
No, handball is like a, a volleyball almost. Oh, yeah. is it a volleyball? Then I'm thinking of something different. Yeah, so it's bigger than the clincher. So it's bigger than a 16-inch Wait, softball. Are we not yeah. talking about uh, like racquetball without no. rackets? No, see, no, that's no. what I'm thinking. No, you're thinking of handball that you play a thing. This you see, is, that's, that's what this I'm This is talking. team handball. It's on, oh, okay, a, it's on a big court. It's and like you have hockey. To, and yeah, it's like hockey and basketball because you have to take a shot from behind the arc. Right. In order, I don't think these shots inside the arc count as much or something. Uh, we had, It was on earlier today. I should have pointed it out to you. My father-in-law jumped in and said that uh, you should race Tony La Russa. Yeah, sure. Me and Tony. Once around the... Tony's tr- shooting out of the dugout. Once around the ballpark. I'm, yeah, but you know win. what? Yeah, by the time he, he turns around to make that right field corner, he's gassed. <laughs> You're gas, but you're gas less than him. I might be. I might be gas. I mean his ass off getting out there. I loved it. There um, you go. You, but uh, <laughs> you know, you know, you know, that's who Tony is. Tony's always going to have us, um, and that's uh, what we love about him. Yep, that's what you love about him. He was high knee his ass off. <laughs> uh, let's go to Kevin out in Elmhurst really quickly. What's up, Kev? Hey guys, love your show. Thank Thanks. you. Yeah, you know, you guys were just talking about concerts like Santana and what have you, but and I know you're talking about the Sox earlier. So the question I was thinking was what might be, you know, this year's don't stop believing. I would go with winning by Santana, but I'd be curious to hear what you guys. Oh yeah. That's a great great question. What's the theme of this year's team? Yeah. Or the song they all sit around and sing. Remember at the po- at when they were getting you know the parade and everything, you saw guys like Creedy and Perzinski, yeah. and they were all singing the song. Yeah, and you know that all started if you remember Steve Perry, the original singer from yeah. Journey, was a Giants fan, uh-huh. and he was singing that in the crowd. They would like pan on right. him, and they would sing it, and we kind of like just uh, appropriated that. Yeah, from the Giants, and made that our song. Yeah, I don't know. Winning's a great one. Winning and the Stones a... did w- winning ugly yeah. around the time uh, we were winning. Uh, it had nothing to do with the White Sox. No. It was just a coincidence. No, nothing at all. If you have an answer, 312-332-3776. Also, you can uh, jump on in on what uh, a, one Olympic sport you'd uh, love to be great at. 312-332-3776. Don't forget, we're a half hour away from White Sox baseball. Jimmy Lambert called up. He gets to start for the White Sox today as Billy Hamilton goes in the IL with a uh, an, uh, a strained oblique muscle. Uh, we're back after this. Fred and Xander on ESPN 1000. Fred and Xander on ESPN 1000. Also available on demand on the all-new ESPN Chicago app. Yes, we can be heard on FM at... 100.3 HD2, and we're going to throw a party at your house, Fred. Not your not house. Not my house. No, because uh-uh. you'll be packing. I won't packing. let you in. I won't let you, <laughs> right. I'm not letting you in. I'm not home. Nobody's uh, home. No. The ESPN 1000 team home, wants man. to come around to your house for a football watch game, for mm-hmm. a football party or a football game, I should say, this fall. Yep. Broadcast live on the ESPN Chicago Twitch channel. Okay? All you have to do is show us your dash. Uh-huh. Show us you listening to... ESPN on 100.3 HD2. Easy enough. You know, your radio, if it has HD2, it's going to have like a graphic. Make sure you're in park. Don't be driving and pulling this off. Right? No, you can drive and listen, but don't drive and take the picture. This is my point. Don't drive and take a picture. Uh That'll get you in trouble. Yeah. So take a picture of you listening to and uh, submit it to us at ESPN 1000. And uh, thanks to our friends at First Midwest Bank. Show us your dash to win a bash. Now, I have been, 
on FM for years. Uh-huh. So I'm back on FM now. And uh, introducing music, a lot of FM stations, that's kind of what we do on the FM side. And it occurred to me that you're now on FM. Yes. Right? Yep. But you've never done the music thing. No. So I have prepared something for you. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're going to play it for you. You've got 12 seconds. We'll give you one run through, and then we're going to have you hit the post. Okay. Like a cool FM music uh-huh. thing. Okay. We're okay. We're do that here. So we're going to play this right now. Again, you have 12 seconds. I think you might know this song. <laughs> There's so many Brad songs. They all play, kind of blend together. Just make it with you, right? No. You're the jock. I know. You've got 12. Okay. Now, we're going to start it over. I can't remember which one it is. It's, it, it is, is it make, make it, it with you. you. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, my God. Did I really have to tell you that? Well, I've, you know, I'm such they a bread fan. They all kind they of blend all run together. together. Okay. Yeah. So you got 12 seconds. Okay. Think about this. Now, let me give you a few tips. You could mention the album name, like a cool FM jock, whatever that was. Yeah. Okay. Make up something. Best of. Okay. <laughs> okay. See, now I thought you were a bread fan. I am. Okay. I don't. I, I, are you giving you a super tramp? Oh, well, that, that, I can okay. do that, but yeah. yeah. No, so. it's funnier that I gave you a bread tune. Yeah. Okay. I think the last time I heard that song was probably on AM. On oh, WLS. there's no doubt. Yes. Right. Yeah, right. at LS or CFL. So, so, you know, you lock out with ESPN 1000, yeah. and you can put a little, put a little uh, Fred in there, okay? Yeah, I know. Yeah. You got 12 seconds, okay. Yeah. Grab your best girl. Because that's what we do every time we hear this song. It's Brad. Make it with you on ESPN 1000. Wow, he posted it. That was well done. And for reference, Uh you don't have a clock. You don't have like the clock. No, No, you got to feel it. Yeah, that was a feel thing for Brad. You got to feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, first try Fred. I would love to do that. I mean, I I had talked... And there was a there was a guy uh, there was a station in town that took a chance uh, about a year or so ago doing sports talk and rate and music, and uh, one of our guys that used to work here was there for a while. Oh, that yeah, I, I yeah. yeah, I worked with him. Oh yeah, there at That's that right. time. And I've always thought that a music slash sports station would work. You do you you take like you take calls, you throw out a topic. And then as you're getting calls, you play a tune. And then you come out of the song, you take the calls, you talk. But I understand how programmers, and you're a programmer. Right. I understand how programmers would uh, say, for the most part, you can't God, do it. Work. You, you can't do it one. because, right, there's either the sports people are going to want more sports or the music people are going to want more music. You see, and, and not to, and I agree with you. And I think it's come around to where, you know, a lot of people are starting to look at it a little different because, again, it's all tied with the money and the research and seeing how right. people respond. Oh, my God, yes. But I could tell you, not here in Chicago, even though that was a morning show that kind of had a balance. We've right. had a lot of morning shows. But there have been stations that have tried uh-huh. that formula around the country, yeah. and they didn't work. Right. I so know. it seems like it would, it should, yeah. it could, but it doesn't really work on a whole. If you did that, like around the clock, yeah, maybe you could do a, Maybe you could have a show. Right. Maybe you could have a four-hour it, it, show. It really certain... is more of a you know a show, an afternoon show, or a morning show, or something like that. By time, by time, <laughs> by... it's got brokered yeah. radio. Yeah, go go a mid- go to an AM station, a midnight to four AM. Yep. yep, and you're talking yep. sports, and uh, we'll get back to what happened in the Cubs today. But right, but but first, right, here's bread. Here's the Stones. <laughs>
you come out of you come out of a Stones tune, and then you start talking about all the Cubs trades, and and then all of a sudden it's like. Uh, well, you know, when we come back, uh, Jimmy Lambert going for the Sox. What do you think he's going to do? And, uh, and you know, while we load you up, let's, let's hear from Led Zeppelin. Yeah, yeah, let's hear yeah. from Zeppelin. And- so we've got that for you, and that'll be your little uh, cool. Yeah, that'll be your air check to go and get a uh, high profile FM jock gig. Well, I was listening to a station that you used. To, well, I don't. It's hard I've to worked, listen to a station that you haven't worked I've, at. I was going to say <laughs> there, and, and there are a few that are gone now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, 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 li- I live out in the Western Burbs. I live in Downers Grove. Oh yeah, you were listening to the. I river. listen to the river yeah. a lot, yeah. like a, a lot. Yes, I, I, because I they play my often. kind of music. Yeah. I mean, they play, they play seventies, eighties, mm-hmm. you know, rock. So I listened when to When I was there running that station, I just thought of Fred Hubner and I just played yeah. Super Tramp. All the time. Yeah. And and then and you don't hear much bread on there either. No. You don't hear much bread anywhere unless no. you're in my house. No. Anywhere near my election. They don't even play it in an elevator anymore. No, no. They'll play they'll play a um a sanitized version of uh uh, a Stones tune or something. Or Nirvana. Yeah. Instrumental Nirvana. It's like, wait sure. a minute, is that Smells Like Teen Spirit? Yeah. Uh, 312-332-3776. But, uh, yeah, I still I always thought that would be good because those are my the two things I love the most. People say, you know, I love classic rock and, you know, music from the 70s. Say 72 to 85, that genre. And then um, sports. Grab your so, best girl. Yeah. Uh, I, Grab your best girl. How many do or, you have? Or any, or any that's around. Well, just your best one. You know, you know. Right. You, you may be fortunate to I've have. Got one a, I've one. got B stringers and C stringers. You got to get the best. <laughs> there one. you go. There you go. Um, so I'm I'm looking here. Um, so the the Olympics continue. They go on because you asked me the question because Jason Benetti's leaving the White Sox for a week, and you guys were there last night. And they announced it, and for the thirty five thousand eight hundred sixty six people, they put his. They put his picture yeah. on the yeah, jumbotron. Yeah, he waved to everybody, and yeah. he gets to go to uh, to, to, to Bristol. Bristol or wherever it is to to do some uh, Olympics. Um, but do you know some of the guys that are on the uh, USA baseball team? I haven't looked at the roster. Washed up socks. Yes, I mean Todd Frazier, who oh, played for the socks and the Mets. Wash up socks. Dave uh, Dave Robertson. Dave Robertson, who the 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 pitcher. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Was supposed to be so such a great pickup, Eddie. For about five minutes. Is it Alvarez, the, the former speed skater? Was he? Speed I'm not skater? sure. Yeah, Eddie yeah. Alvarez. Yeah. yeah, he's he's playing. He's one of the guys. So his sister does radio in L.A. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. And then Edwin Jackson, the former yes. Sox Cubs yeah. pitcher, he's threw yeah. no no thrown a no hitter. I think he's playing on that team. I don't know how they quite did that and how they it doesn't make sense, figured it right? out. It doesn't make sense. It should be a collegiate thing only. Scott Casmir. Oh, is he really? Yep, he's on the roster. Casmir used to right shut here. people down, man. He was good for a while where, you know, you'd, you'd be going to a game or something. Casmir's going, Casimir's going, ah, I don't want to see that. Just like when I was growing up, Burt Blylevin's pitching. I go, Dad, can we go when somebody else is throwing? We can't hit Burt Blylevin. <laughs> never. You never hit him. And um, yeah, but it it's weird, and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing some of those because I'm I'm not I don't think there are any major league players that took time away from their big leagues like, like the NHL. You know, the NHL paused their season, sure. You know, because there were so many hockey. And players. I can't and I can't stand that. Yeah, I, can't I really either. can't stand. I'm not, I'm not a fan of it either. And I, and we've proved what we can do against pros in other country. Our college right. players, we proved it. Yeah. 
On the ultimate stage in 1980. Right. And the thing is, you could still play hockey, and the USA could go with college players, and people say, well, the others... I don't think any players that played in the NHL from Sweden or from um, Russia or anywhere else would leave the NFL, their NFL team to play in the Olympics. No. I don't think they would. And they might if they've never won and had an Olympic, you know, a chance to win an Olympic medal. But, um, you know, I... I I don't know. But for the baseball, it's weird. And um, and then softball's interesting, I guess. Um, I watched it. I didn't. I haven't watched any of the softball, actually. Softball's big. At, softball, yeah. women's softball's big on uh, in my house because my, my wife uh-huh. played for Lake Forest. Oh, okay. Yeah, she, uh, she played, uh, had a scholarship. And uh, and my father in law because you know what they played she played travel and all that so uh, that's big in our house. Softball is great, and if you're someone who has an issue with baseball's pace of play, watch softball. You will love it. If yeah. you love the action so of quick, baseball, right? uh-huh. but you hate it's the condensed. pace of play, yeah. you will love softball. But here's the here's the problem, and correct me if I'm wrong, but women's softball is all who the pitcher is because there's games where nobody touches the pitcher, right? Yeah, yeah, but so that, you don't have too. that many. That, well, you don't have that many. Yes, you do have superstar pitchers. Yeah. But it's not like every team has three of them. Mm-hmm. And you I know? think that's more of a collegiate softball thing, too, because you will find some players in, in college softball that are just leaps and bounds above everyone. We um, Another thing you may not know about me, actually about my dad, um, my dad was the owner of a women's professional softball team that was here in Chicago called the Chicago Ravens back in the mid-70s. And really? Joan Joyce was in the league, and she was one of the top pitchers for Connecticut. My, my father's team had Donna Lopiano, and um, she was one of the she was actually one of the top pitchers. It was her and Joan Joyce, and they would I think it's Joan Joyce, and they would go they would go back and forth. They were like the biggest matchups of the top pitchers in the mm-hmm. league, mm-hmm. and um, they played right off out, out, over on ninety fifth, just off ninety fifth in uh, Harlem, I want to say, at a, a sock sock softball facility back in the day. Oh, I know exactly where yeah. that's at. They they have fields back there. I actually right. played travel ball and played a championship there yeah. as a teenager. So they played back there and it, and it was a really big women's professional and a lot of the girls in the league came from West Dallas, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Up in Wisconsin, women's softball was was bigger. A lot of the women played uh, at colleges and stuff like right. that. I know there were the uh, Diamond Sisters. They played on uh, my father's team and uh, there was a girl that played from the south side named uh, Karen Gallagher who played. She was from Elk Grove, I want to say, uh, either Elk Grove or Oak. Um, Oak Lawn. Yeah, Oak Lawn, I think yeah. it was, actually. Okay. And then uh, and Donna Lopiano was actually one of the top people in uh, women's college sports who helped, I want to say, I could be, I think she helped push uh, uh, Title IX. She was one of the people, because she was a, a athletic director. At one of the colleges, I think down in Texas. I, I know that name. Yeah, and it was it was it was fun to watch, and that, but they were they they were so good. Yeah, and uh, there was a pitcher for my dad's team named uh, Sue Sinovich, and then Karen Gallagher, and I did like PA, and I did some. I kept sticks. You, you've heard of Kat Osterman, right? Yeah. She's uh, pitching for us. Okay. U.S. Yeah. So, I mean, women, women's softball is fun. And, but back in the day, if you, there were times where you'd be lucky to see some, you know, some balls hit because 
They were well, wait, uh, they're again, such good like Tyler pitchers. said, there are some dominant pitchers. Yeah, you know, in MLB and and softball, where you know you're not going to hit them. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a, it was a great league. It went for a couple of years, and then it was more of a East Coast thing after that. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. We come back. We'll wrap our polls up. Get you ready for White Sox baseball. Connor McKnight doing the pregame show, also doing the play by play along with Darren Jackson as Len Casper moving over to TV for a week as Jason Benetti goes. Everybody just slides over. Just slide over to another booth, and that's what they're doing uh, at Guaranteed Rate Field. White Sox need a victory. That's right. I said need a victory. Uh, you want to leave, have Cleveland leave with a nine-game lead for the White Sox. Hey, you want to look good. Yeah. It would be and nice to look good. yesterday, it wasn't a good look. It was not a good look. Despite 11 runs, uh, you had three guys hit the ball hard. Let's see if they can do it again today. 312-332-3776. Fred and Xander on ESPN 1000. You're listening to Fred and Xander. This is Chicago's home for sports. Live stream ESPN 1000. We take a listen to our other shows on demand. It's the all-new ESPN Chicago app. Ah, the Cubs are already winning. one nothing. All right. Leading the Nationals. So The Nationals only have like Juan Soto, right? Is he playing yeah, all positions? It. He's playing everything. It's like <laughs> Bugs Bunny, Bugs Bunny, first base, Bugs Bunny, second base, Bugs Bunny, back in the day. Um, that's because Ortega, Homer, leading off the game for them. So they have a one nothing. Take that, lead. Rizzo. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who needs you? Who needs that? We need to make a compilation of uh, Ortega home runs. <laughs> it shouldn't take us long. He's got four. He's got a couple. He's got four. In yeah. recent days. Yeah. So that's good. See Three more today, maybe? Uh, yeah, let's see. Uh, the Yankees are just getting underway. The Mets just getting underway. And uh, later on today, let's see, Giants play the Astros again, right? Uh, yeah, later this afternoon. So I would think that uh, I would think we'll get a chance to see Chris Bryant in the Giants uniform. The question is, where will he play? Left, center, third, first? Who knows? They have options. Yeah, right field and uh, right field at their park is a tough one too. Um. So we'll see. Games in San Francisco. Um, it's pretty nice. Pretty nice series. You got a sixty-five and thirty, uh, sixty-five and thirty-nine Giants against the sixty-four forty-one Astros. So, yeah. Hopefully, not a preview of the World Series because I like the White Sox to be there. It's <laughs> yeah. still hard for me. I don't know about you. It's still hard for me to think about the Astros and not really concentrate. I don't put. I don't think of them as a American League team. No, no, I, I, it's still weird to me. Yeah. It, it, look, you're talking to somebody who it's weird that the Brewers are in the National League. That's still weird to me. I mean, I'm old enough to remember the White Sox and Brewers and that rivalry. Yeah. I mean, it, it took forever. Every time I see it, I go, the Astros. Uh, the yeah. Nash- oh, no, they're not. They're American League. Yep. Yeah. It takes a while. And uh, so we'll see. There's a story in the paper today, and it may get, this may get more talk. Because I know, you know, some other people, they'll be more into it. But it says here, wife says that Sharks Kane threw games for profit. The NHL says the the NHL, Kane, yeah. Yeah, said it will investigate an allegation by made by Sharks forward Evander Kane's wife that he bet on his own games and intentionally has tried to lose for gambling profit. Um, the Are they split up or is she just... Is this like a revenge tweet or something like that? Or is this just a bad choice of uh, 
bad discretion. Yeah, it says here the league uh, said on Twitter that it was made aware of social media posts by Anna Kane and plans to conduct a full investigation. It says the integrity of our game is paramount to the league. And uh, they take these allegations very seriously. Anna Kane wrote, how does the NHL let a compulsive gambling addict still play when he's obviously throwing games to win money? Hmm. Oh, Maybe someone okay, needs that, to address this. That, act- uh, that actually answers my question. Yeah. Sounds like they're split up and this is a bit of a revenge thing. She says, she then added, can someone ask Gary Bettman how they let a player gamble on his own games, bet and win with bookies on his own games? In an email to the AP, wow. a Sharks spokesperson said, we support a full and transparent investigation into the situation to maintain the integrity of the game and consistency of our team values. A casino in Vegas sued Kane in 20- 2019, allegedly he failed to repay a $500,000 gambling debt racked up during a playoff series against the Golden this Knights. This kid's been in trouble. He's he's kind of a troubled guy. Yeah. He has been in trouble in the past for different things. Yeah. Jeez. So, yeah, I'm sure there'll be a lot more on this. I would Throw in a hockey game would be tough, wouldn't it? Yeah. I would think. I'll tell you right now, he's a decent player, but it's not like he is going to change a game either way. Mm-hmm. He's not the other Kane, like Patrick. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he's a, a Vander Kane. I mean, yeah. You're not going to be able to throw a game. Yeah. And I, I think it's really interesting that this, you know, this, uh, I would uh, assume a strange wife of his, yeah, you know, fires off a tweet like this and sends everybody scrambling, but that's the world we live in now, right? Yeah. Social media, as Tom Waddle said years ago, it'll be the death of us all. And on that social media, we have some uh, polls to wrap up at yeah. uh, ESPN 1000 on Twitter. Yes, we do. We'll start with the... Um, Let's start with the Iraq poll. Yeah, uh, Dusty Hill of ZZ Top. He passed away this past week. I'm going to listen to ZZ Top all the way home. Well, uh, be uh, up until the White Sox start. We only have like three three songs. Two up until the White Sox start. Yeah, um, and and they put out those uh, trio of videos, uh, very cutting edge stuff in the '80s. Got them a lot of attention. Really kind of changed direction for them. So we said, uh, "What's your favorite video? What are the best ones out of these three, or the best one out of these three? Legs, sharp dressed man, give me all your loving." How did that shape up, Tyler? Sharp dressed man, and it wasn't even close. Fifty two percent. The other two. Legs at 26 and Give Me All Your Love in 21. And they are similar because they all feature that old Eliminator right. car that Billy car. Gibbons owns. Yeah. Yes. And uh, and the girls. Okay. And the fuzzy He owns the girls too? One. No, he oh. doesn't own them. Oh, I don't think. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, hopefully he doesn't. That's uh, against that, the law. Yeah, that sounds like bad. Yeah, can't do those things. Okay. Our other Twitter polls. Um, after all the Cubs trades. How will you be watching Cubs baseball the rest of the season? How did that pan out? Not at all. Leading the way at 40, <laughs> oh, about 46%. Wow. 46% said not at all, huh? And then once in a while at about 43%, and then every game a little under 12. Ooh. Tyler, where, where does the fandom kick in on that? Do you think that those are fans that are talking about that or just casual fans? Um, you know, do you call them fans if they're not at all now? No, or yes, you do. I think you are, can still be a fan by not watching because, I mean, look at what the Bulls fans did. That's how you get changed. They just send a message. Yeah. It's what we do sometimes on the South Side all the not time. Not paying attention sends the biggest message and, yep. and is the truest form of fandom. And, sure. and I agree with that. We've been saying that from the South Side for years when people don't show up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yep. Um, the other one is how much of the Olympics are you watching? How did that one pay, play out? 
Very little at 41%. That's followed by none at about 30%. Ooh. More than I thought, 16%. And as much as I can, 13 The one thing, when I was watching the Olympics the other day over at Linda's house, and she, they're, they're showing the gymnastics in the evening. Uh-huh. Prime time, they're showing the gymnastics. So they show all this stuff. And they say Suni Lee was the one who won the all-around, okay? So they're showing it, and they showed it for the first, like, hour or so. And all of a sudden, she they go, more of the uh, gymnastics. And then she's watching. She goes, fast-forwarding through swimming, she goes, what are they doing? I go, it's prime time. They're going to get all their commercials in and make you wait until about 9.48 to see of course if she are. wins or not. And I knew... But I didn't want to tell her because I wanted her to watch it. She was excited about watching it. So I said, I go, keep fast forwarding. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Right. And it's like 12 minutes left in the hour. You know, and the storyline with Simone Biles is, uh, you know, giving it even more of a profile. Yeah. Higher well, profile. There was a lot to talk about in the future about that because if you win, Simone Biles can always say, well, yeah, but I wasn't, I didn't, you didn't beat me. I didn't participate that one. Hopefully, so it's a little bit. Eh. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Thanks to Tyler for all of his help. Uh, Fred and Xander back again next week. It's time for White Sox baseball on ESPN 1000.